Miller, and Condon. Ken Miller. Oh, Trent Condon. Score. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Wednesday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller to talk sports with you for the next two hours. We appreciate you uh, spending some of that period of time with us. BMW of Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. We will preview Wisconsin and Iowa with John Bowen Camp. Uh, talk about that. Talk about what needs to happen going forward. Maybe dip into uh, the uh, hockey Hawkeyes, the ladies last night. They got thumped uh, by Maryland. Uh, maybe a little bit on that, some football. But Big Ten conversation coming up with John Bowenkamp at the bottom of the hour. Uh, then Dave Sproul on Iowa State at 12.05, KSI in Ames. Dave will join us. We'll recap last night, take a look to uh, the weekend, to back-to-back home games coming up uh, for Iowa State before they finish the season on the road in Waco. Dave Sproul at 12.05, and then Cappy about 12.30. Off to Chicago we will go. The latest on Chicago sports as we do every Wednesday with Cappy at 12.30, Centurion Stone of Iowa Sponsors Cap. 8 o'clock tip for Wisconsin and Iowa tonight. WHO News Radio 1040 WHO has the call. If you can't be in front of your TV, Big Ten Network has it. And the Longhorn Network, I think, did Cyclonation a huge favor last night because <laughs> seemingly half of the fan base couldn't get the game. And that was one that you wanted to miss because that was horrible. Got away in a hurry, didn't it? Holy mackerel. <laughs> Tight there with the eight minutes left in the first half. And yeah, then... I made it, what, seven, I want to say, something like that. And then boom, uh, right away again, and then just open it up. Boy, did the first five minutes of the second half, Trent, there were four points scored, all by Jaron Holmes. That was, Texas didn't score I mean, that was terrible. And there were opportunities. It, it felt like... Miss after miss. Mm-hmm. If you can just get a little run. You know, it was hovering in that 12 to 14 range. Can we just get a 7 nothing spurt here? Mm-hmm. Get back in the game and get... Because Texas wasn't scoring early. And he just couldn't do yeah. it. I mean, the highlight of the game was Bevo getting his hat knocked off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that often. That's a good one. That, that's going to be the most memorable play, and that was well, Kelsher. A, a terrible pass. Well, Get Kelsher struggling again. Well, and how about the, uh, the, the I mean, it's tough to listen to the Longhorn Network. I get it. But Sean it, Robinson's in the crowd. Well, he's a top, he's first round pick. Well, he's a top, well, in my mind, he's certainly good enough. Just say, tell the truth. He's a running back. Right. Are they so worried about losing their job that they have to blow smoke up every Longhorn skirt for crying out loud? They're bad. Awful. That that guy that's been there forever that was at ESPN. What's his name? I don't that, that know. does a play by play. Yeah, he does know. all the stuff on there. He does all their play by play. He he's not good. No, just tell the truth. But John Robinson's a good player, but he's a running back. Now you have to realize it's like listening to a radio broadcast, a home team radio Fair. broadcast. That's yes. what Fair. it is. They're not playing it down the no. middle. That's, no, it is. no one will ever accuse John and Eric or Bobby right. and Gary or Why Gary. Why can't they call it down the middle? Right. Because that's not what they that's do. That's not what they do. It's exactly. a home team broadcast yeah. and the same thing. But listening, they were driving me nuts. It was awful. It was tough to it was, I was it was trying really to, tough listen. I was trying to sync up iHeartRadio. No, were you? And the TV. It was that bad, which rarely happens with me. Yeah, it was it was a tough listen. Uh, as you're and you're right about Kelsher struggling. Uh, I, I did get a kick out of the uh, the play by play guy after one of Kelsher's three attempts wide right. 
Yeah, yeah, wide right, I'll say. Wide right. You don't hear that too often in a basketball game, but that's what we saw. You know what's disappointing, I think? for Caleb Grill needs to play in that game last night. You know why he needed to play in that game? Because of the previous game. He was, uh, I did not realize this, Trent. A, I missed it at the time, the, when he undercut uh, uh, 23. Um, that was... Um, that was Oklahoma State game? No, when he when he undercut Texas. Oh, Texas! Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when when uh, that uh, that I don't know. It's hard to judge intent, right? right? Did he go out of his way to get Mitchell? Hard to judge intent. But then he comes down. and He makes the three. Okay, I saw that part in the highlight. I didn't realize the throat slash. Afterwards. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's bu- that's bush league is what it is. And how tell he, the bench to call a timeout. He's, yeah, he's, done, okay. he's had a lot. He does. That That was... Eh. I, I got a kick out of it. I did too. But when you stack them all together... It's the body of work. Yes. It, but the throat slash? Come on, man. You, I wish I would have seen it that night, because I, I, instead of talking about the win, I spent half the first segment ripping them, because that was deserved. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily... It's, again, it's hard to judge intent when he undercut Mitchell, mm-hmm. right? Looked bad, was bad. Uh, but the throw slash was really bad. It's too bad he couldn't play and answer the bell last night uh, when he when this team went into Austin. He couldn't. We understand it's a back. Apparently he's getting ready uh, for March. We shall see. But the team is just so offensively challenged. Um, Kalsher, you mentioned it. Three for three for fourteen, shooting twenty five percent from three over the last seven games. Yeah. He didn't make a two-point basket last night, did he? I don't think he did. I think they were all his ba- all his makes were from beyond three last night. Um, the one thing they did positive is they made their free throws. You got to give them yeah. credit for that because that's been a good talking point. But this team was just so disjointed offensively. They came down the floor and it looked like they had no plan. What are you going to? They there was. And maybe that's part and parcel what Texas was doing, because this was an important one for Texas. We said it yesterday. Yeah. If it wasn't circled on the calendar, and it wasn't, when the schedule came out, after they left Ames, everybody knew yeah. when the rematch was going to be if they if they wore a Longhorn jersey, coaches included. We're going to pick up Hunter here. We're mm-hmm. going to help him out. We're going to... And they did. And they played incredible. Nine threes in the first half. I mean, what do you... Yeah. What they finish with? A dozen? Uh, yeah, I think it was around a dozen. But nine of them were in the first half. You're right. So we watched this Iowa State team. Four and eight over the last twelve. Trent, they're not a top four seed. They are not a top four seed. But it's about your total I body get it. of work. I get it. And who are you put above them? I mean, look well, at, look at the resumes in that same kind of you know area. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to make a compelling case again because we're talking about mm-hmm. last ten games don't matter. Last yeah, twelve games yeah. don't matter. That's not a metric anymore. Are you looking at, I don't know, a team like... Well, give me the 11 seed or the 12 seed or the whatever seed they're matched up with, the 13 seed, because this does not look like a team that's long for March. This looks like a team that has totally lost their way. They can't do anything offensively. Yeah, they guard you defensively, but you know what? They're wearing down from that. Yeah. I think that that's going a long way to where the, how this team is performing right now. Look, Oklahoma and West Virginia roll into Hilton. This should be two wins. Anybody sitting there at their office this morning <laughs> think, well, that's going to happen? It might, but you can't feel really confident about that. Baylor's going the wrong way. All of a sudden, that looks like a more winnable spot. But who knows? I mean, if you had to stack up Iowa State and Baylor, which one's going to right their ship out of these two teams that are floundering right now? Give me Baylor all day long. This bunch of clones, they can't make a basket to save their lives. No, no. And matchup dependent. Last year, you got LSU, who was firing their coach. It was a great matchup. Then he got Wisconsin in the round of 32. Mm-hmm. A great matchup mm-hmm. for the way they play. We don't know what these matchups are going to be. I have no idea. 
they're a matchup dependent team. Yep. And the way that they're playing right now, and you do wonder. I mean, the speculation out there about Caleb Grill. And there's plenty of it. And there's a lot of it. Yep. And, and, it's, and it's more than just his back. Is it you know something inside the locker room? We, we go back, and you remember back to 2015 and the way that thing came to a close. And mm-hmm. they righted the ship after a rough, uh, rough patch there in Big 12 play, win the conference tournament, everything's great. And they lose to a bad UAB team. Yep. And Bryce DeJean Jones plays five minutes. Mm-hmm. There was, what, a fight before in the game? In the locker room. In yeah. the locker room. Yeah. I don't know if it's a physical fight, but it was certainly... Verbal altercation. Yeah, the last thing you want to see in the first round of the big dance. <laughs> right. I don't know if it's at that level. I don't think it is. But there's something. Yes. There feels like there's too much smoke for mm-hmm. there not to be something. Now, yes. it's also losses, right? Yeah, when you're winning games, everyone's going to get along. Mm-hmm. You, need, you start to press and you're losing games and you're getting frustrated. I can't think the throat slash went over well. With, with TJ yeah. and, and that coaching staff. I hope it didn't. I really and truly hope, uh, again, that once that they saw... Again, it was the Longhorn. I did not know that that was part of it. I wish I would have known, because that was that's a terrible, terrible look. It's speculation that we're going down. No, that's, it's not. I've got one. I need another one. But speculation, I mean, as it pertains to in the locker room. If something... No, I've got it's... one person telling me I need another one. Before oh, gotcha. Us, yes. Need that second... Mm-hmm. But the rumblings are out there, and from people that we talk to, to online, yes, there's a lot of smoke mm-hmm. right now that things things are not going well. They, there is frustration. Well, you'd anticipate. You lose yep. 8 out of 12, yeah, you're going to be frustrated, but maybe a little bit more than just having a rough patch yeah. going on. Just something to keep an eye on going forward, because all of a sudden, you kind of look forward, and then you look at what you have, as you mentioned, coming up this weekend. You drop that one at home? Mm-hmm. Things could get ugly in a hurry. Oklahoma has maybe one of the best wins of the year, what they did against Alabama. <laughs> Without a doubt. Which in is, all of college basketball. Yes. Yeah. Which now, is, this is not a good team. This this is a team that Iowa State, grill or no grill, should beat in front of the home folks. No doubt. You know, the Groves brothers are out there yep. with their beards. Yep. Doing this their thing. This has to be it for them, right? I would think so. Yeah. I mean, what are they, 26, 27? It has to be. <laughs> Been around for a long time. Sherfield can hit some shots. It's just, uh-huh. they're fine. But it's at home. Mm-hmm. You beat this team, and you beat them handily. Right. And then a physical West Virginia team who, right. you know, is kind of like a mirror image to Iowa State. Concerning. It right is. Now. But it's the total resume. Uh-huh. Even at 17 and yep. 10, the total resume still has them as Shelby a Shelby dropped seed. the one spot. They're still a three, but they're the last team on the three line for Shelby after after yesterday's game. Ahead of Marquette? Ahead of Marquette, by just, uh, just, uh, just by one. I mean, Iowa State's the 12th, 12th uh, top team. Uh, Marquette, 13. Marquette, Indiana, Gonzaga, and Miami yeah. is who's below them. And we'll see. I. It doesn't feel real good right now. No, absolutely not. That they're going to... They're going to be able to write the ship. But you know what? What's been the great elixir for this team throughout the years? Well, getting out of the Big 12. Well, going down to Kansas City first. Well, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> the that's success that they've had. But they just don't have a Brockington. They just don't have that guy, right? Mm-hmm. We thought it was the, going to be Holmes. And he can it do it in spurts. Yep, yep. But I think he's. I think fatigue's starting to take a toll on him. Absolutely. You know, the, the, the defense that they're asked to play and the fact that they've got a short bench, and it's pretty clear that TJ... Um, 
you know what? Robert Jones is what he is, right? He's going to he's going to get the ball. He's going to miss one out of every two shots right under the basket. He's going to travel a couple of times with the feet shuffling. He's going to make a couple of plays. He's going to have that smile on his face. You want him on your team. Trey King played more minutes last night. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him, you know, bump up that even a little bit more. But after that, he doesn't trust anybody on that bench. And with uh, with Grill not in the lineup, you know that's thirty two, thirty three minutes that um, you know you could count on him to play. He's not, not necessarily going to light it up. I mean, every couple of games he certainly does. But um, I mean, if you're counting on him to come in and make a bunch of threes, sorry, twenty turnovers over the last five games for Team and Lipsy. That's yeah. a problem. That's that's the freshman wall. Maybe I had three turnovers last night. Six mm-hmm. against K State. Six against TCU. Four against West Virginia. That's starting to stack up too on your freshman yeah. point guard. You know what I will say though, I thought he I thought he played Hunter again really well. He did, yes. Defensively, he, did he was defensively, yes, yeah. He did a good job mm-hmm. on them, and then it turned into a wide open corner three. <laughs> time after time after time. Can we cover up the corner, please? Yeah, you'd think that they would maybe catch on to that. You know, John Walter said something to to us when we were on the air, and I guess I didn't realize this. Uh, um, Rice, I don't, I can't say his first name. Um, the, the guard for Texas, Serge Ibari. Serge Ibari, thank you. Um, maybe the best pump fake. I think John was, was <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then he did it. He did it a couple of times. I think you know what Walters is right. This is I. I didn't realize this. And everybody, he he likened it to Brock Purdy getting out loose. Uh, you know, past the line of scrimmage and still being able to fake out linebackers with that pump fake. And Rice did it time after time last night. Really good at that. That's it's a decent Texas team. This isn't a Texas team that should just wipe the floor with you, whether it's in Austin or any. Anywhere. Mm-hmm. They're not 20 points better. Last night they were. So Barry, Barry Joyce, uh, Rice maybe made the mess, best transfer of the year. You know where he came from? I don't. New Mexico State. Oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> There's some yeah. ugliness going on in college. Well, how about the basketball. Alabama situation with Nate Oates? <laughs> Nate Oates sounded like an idiot. He did. Here's the thing, Trent. This should not be Nate Oates' decision. Right? Oh, absolutely not. This needs to come from above. Yeah. And... I know how it would go if it was football. Right. Right. right we yeah. wouldn't even be, there's no need even to talk about this. We know the kid's going to play. It's football. And football, it just means more. This is a kid who apparently was asked to get the murder weapon or get the gun that was used in a, um, in a murder. And up until now, this had kind of, well, not, it, yes, we knew that maybe he had a part in it, but not this big of a role. In ultimately a woman losing a mother, losing her life. So the fact that there's still a chance that this guy's season isn't over is, it's not right. No, it's not. And oh, he's a good kid. Yeah. Wrong place, wrong, wrong time. place at the wrong time. Bringing a gun to what turns out to be a murder is wrong place, mm-hmm. wrong time. That's not wrong place, wrong time. That term maybe gets thrown around a little too loosely. There's never a circumstance like that. The wrong place, wrong time, supplying a murder weapon. Right. It's surprising that it's got to this point, though. Why, it is. Why is this flown under the radar? And the way that I, well, it has? you know how far, you know how to the extent it's flown under the radar from the time the murder was committed until we found this layer of the story. Oates was given a big contract extension, right? <sighs> College sports. College sports. Uh, Jeff, welcome to the program. How are you? Good. Uh, first, I want to give a shout out to the uh, Dallin girls last night making it to state. And uh, also five of the nine CIML uh, girls team making the state. So we have five uh, five teams 
uh, in the state uh, tournament. I think that's pretty cool. A team that uh, has the chance to go the farthest, Trent Condon, is out of the CIML? The Johnston Dragons. Johnston Dragons. Are they a lock to get to the final? They're not because they're the two seed and the number three seed, I believe, is the best team in the state, Waterloo West. And that West. is uh, Waterloo West. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Sorry, Jeff. Well, yep. No, it's okay. Last time we played Johnston, we beat them by 20. Uh, they had like wow. a 43 game winning streak. And mm-hmm. now oh, I remember like reading about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we're on a 14 game winning streak. I think we're the hottest team in the state. I think Johnson. And when you say we, you're an talent. assistant coach, right? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I coached. I'm, yeah. So I mean, maybe I'm a little clouded. But the last time we did play Dowling, or last time we did play Johnson, uh, we did beat them by 20 and pretty handily. But let's get to the Iowa State uh, Cyclones. I think, uh, Cannon, I, I, I love to hear you hear what you think about this, and you've been talking about it. I think you're you're kind of portraying the sky is falling here. Here's the deal. We beat Texas at home. We beat Kansas at home. You're supposed to hold the home court. Texas had a lot going for them. Yep. And yeah, they got blown out. And yeah, they're struggling offensively. But it's kind of the same lull as they had last season. We've touched base on this. Yep, they're, but they don't have a shot maker, Jeff. And that, that's well, the difference. They don't have somebody but, that can make their own shot. But here's the deal. Last year, and tell me if I'm wrong, Brockington was going through a lull. It's we didn't true. know what he, did. he was going yep. to. We, don't, we don't know what he was going to give us last mm-hmm. season, and then. But you, at least you knew he fire. was capable of giving it. Kelsher right now does not look like he's capable of that turning around and making shots like he has. Well, he wasn't last season either. And all of a sudden, the tournament, he was the guy that we we're going to score 14, 15, 16 points a game in the tournament. Uh, I, I, here, here's my here's when it comes to Iowa State, and I don't think I'm alone here. This does not look like a team that's ready for March. It looks like the furthest thing from that. I'm with you. I, t- I agree. You're, you're right. When you go back to last year, they had that swoon at the end of it, and here they are in the second weekend of the tournament. I agree with that. Matchups were very favorable. Mm-hmm. They may be again. They don't look like a three or a four seed to me, and that's okay. If they, you know, even if they fall to a six, I think six <laughs> is the best spot, at least for getting out of the first round of the tournament, unless you're a heavy head, and they're not. Does it change your opinion if they do beat West Virginia and Oklahoma at home, or do you still? Yeah, yeah, in a way, it depends on how it goes too. I mean, if they just survive, you know, they win sixty-two fifty-nine in both those games. I don't think that all of a sudden, well, they got it all figured out. I may even walk away more concerned if Mm -hmm. if it happens in that fashion. If they go out there and win both those games by double digits, absolutely, then I'd be right back there with you, Jeff. Trent, if you're if we're both guessing here, is Oklahoma. And West Virginia, are those both going to be quad one wins for the clones at home, or would they, or would they be quad two? If you were uh, guessing, uh, let me. Uh, I'll bring up the net here and take a look at where they are right now. It's going to be right on those fringes, though, of where they're right. going to be in terms of quad one, quad two. I'll, I'll bring them up and see what it is. Let's see. Home games got to be uh, Oklahoma. We scroll through. West Virginia's twenty six. So yeah, that's right on the fringe there. Oklahoma, they're a little bit further down. The Sooners. Oh, Sooners are way down there. They're down at 72. They dropped 11 mm. spots last night for Oklahoma. And, and, and Ken and you know, Ken and Trent, you know, maybe I'm going the coaches aspect. It was one game. We're gonna, you know, you guys talk about flush. Yeah, but what happens? What game. happens? Not. It's not. K State was one of those games. I mean, Kelsher hits that three at the at the buzzer to make it look like it was respectable. It wasn't. They've lost four out of five. Yes, the Oklahoma State they, gave yeah. up a big lead. West Virginia that. Um, um, yeah, but that's in the that's in the, that's in the past, guys. We got to stay. We got a game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Got to be moving on to that game. We got to be scouting for that team. You win one game, you got a little pep in your step. You win two games, now you got a little pep in your step, and now we're moving forward. Did they turn the quarter? 
So I understand they've lost four to five and eight of the last. But what gives you confidence that they're watching them like you do, and you know the game? What gives you confidence that this team has the ability to turn that corner the way that they're playing right now? I believe in TJ, and I believe in Mm -hmm. the coaching staff, and I believe that it just takes a couple shots to go in. Yes, they're pressing, but you know what? Again, as a coach, it just takes one. Then you get a little confident. Then you get a little pep in your step, and you get that swagger. Now, that swagger is a fine line. You want to have that swagger, but you don't want not to Not the throat-slash swagger. Not the throat-slashing swagger. Right. It's that fine line. It only takes one. It takes one win for them to maybe turn that corner. Now, if you're, if you're staying in the, the negative, and, yeah, they've lost four to five, then, yeah, they're done. But you can't think like that. You've got to be going on. you got to be moving on to the next game. And they've shown us, at least at home, that they can do that. Well, they got the two bottom feeders in their building uh, the next two games, so they better do it. Jeff, we got to let you go. I appreciate you coming on. You're always welcome. Uh, Always welcome. Look, I hope you're right. I want this team to go as far as they can. That was fun last year watching this team. They're covering this team. Look, Iowa and Iowa State moved the needle. The more they play, the better it is for Sports Talk Radio. Absolutely. Right? We need something to get us back yes, to football season. Absolutely. The closer <laughs> you can get to that, better off we everybody is. Get us to April. We'll take it. Right. As bad as that was, the Iowa women might have been worse last night. You know, um, I I didn't see uh, to, I didn't see any of it. Uh, just following it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened? It's wide open threes. I mean, much like Texas was hitting threes over the top of Iowa State and getting yeah. corner threes, it was the same thing with Maryland. They were ready to go and. There was Brenda Freeze, and BTN was in the huddle with the camera as they were going to the fourth quarter, and they're up 20-some. And she said, remember what happened to us when we went down there? They were not relenting. They were not slowing down. They were not taking (laughs) it. to the metal. Yes, it was. There was no breaks in that one. They were going there, and this is the game plan. Now, not many teams have the kind of athleticism to be able to guard Caitlin Clark in the fashion that they did, double, triple teaming them, and then have the speed and the ability Mm -hmm. to get back on the other girls, but boy, that game plan, everybody tries to do it. It doesn't work often, but when it does, it can get ugly in a hurry for Iowa, and we saw it happen again last night. Defense has never been the calling card nope. of Bluters coach teams. Nope. Nope. That showed up in a big-time way. Six turnovers for Caitlin Clark. She only got 13 shots for her, no less than that. What you know, you mean? Has your, it's at 18, I think? And it's just one of those performances that still kind of gives you that pause, and that's why you know, people talking about Final Fours, those final couple of steps to get there. It's it's a different level. Uh, game day still going to be there Sunday. Uh-huh. still going to be really cool for yeah. the program to have that, but kind of put a little bit, uh, took a little bit of the, the lull away from it where they just didn't play well. They weren't ready to go, and Maryland, it was a blitzkrieg. It was 22 apiece, and then a 22-2 run from mm. Maryland after that. Jeez. Yeah, that that'll uh, that'll do it, right? <laughs> One of those you don't often come back. Yeah. All right, we'll take our time out. We're going to uh, switch gears. Uh, John Bowen Camp's going to help us out with Wisconsin and Iowa tonight. Iowa slight favorite, yeah, one and a half, uh, pretty much the number across the board uh, that I looked at earlier this morning. So a slight favorite here. Something's got to give. Iowa three and six ATS on the road and true road games. How about Wisconsin? What's their best win? Wisconsin, Iowa. They beat Maryland. They yeah. beat them early in the year as well. And were both of those games in December? I, th- I think they were. Yeah, I think they were. I think they started out two and zero. You know what? I'm going to cheat. Let me look. They were three and zero. I think the Badgers were. Uh, they beat Minnesota. They were three and zero. And I had them. They beat Maryland on on Tuesday, the sixth of December, and then Sunday they beat the Hawks in overtime. 
I had the Badgers at thirty to one to win the regular season crown. I hope you at three and zero. I'm like, oof, we're, we're, we got something here. Did you take the cash out? Uh, no. <laughs> Since then, they are four and nine in conference Jeez. play. How about this at the Kohl Center? One of the toughest places to win mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. They are three and nine against the spread this year. Three and nine ATS at the Kohl Center. This is not a good. Wisconsin no, team. they're not. They're not. Um, Chucky Hepburn's still there. Really good player. Wall's Wall, good. Yeah, and and the big kid Kroll. Um, he can do some things. He can do some things too. Iowa should win the game. They got a better roster. Uh, but as you said, it's a tough place to play, and it's on the road. And we shall see. John Bowenkamp will help us out with that. Uh, we'll talk more on Iowa State with Dave Sproul coming up here. Fourteen thirty KASI at twelve oh five. Is the sky falling? I think it is. Um, We'll see. It just doesn't look like... This team looks gassed. They do. They look gassed. And they can't score to save their lives. Well, here's maybe a saving grace. This weekend, of course, Oklahoma. Then the quick turnaround Monday against West Virginia. And they will get... Oh, I thought that was Tuesday. It's a month. Oh, it's the... It's right. It's the nightcap. It's not big Monday per se. It's ESPN U, I right. think. Yeah. But you'll get a little bit of time then before the weekend. Before, before the finale. Yeah. Just... Because the team needs it. They need an uh-huh. extra day or two in there, and they're going to get it. Now, it's going to be a quick turnaround, but it's at home. Right. I, the schedule works out, I think, pretty well because mm-hmm. they need it. They need some kind of break before, of course, conference tournament play begins. Uh, John Bowen Camp is next. Miller and Condon till 1 is Des Moines Sports Station. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 106.30.com. How you feel? Just past 11.30, Wednesday, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KSO. Dave Sproul, more on Iowa State coming up. Uh, Dave is a 14.30 KASI in Story County. That's where Iowa State plays, uh, both the men and the women. And then uh, David Kaplan, off to Chicago, we shall go. Here's John Bowenkamp. Uh, Associated Press, Hawkeye Nation, Iowa College Hoops, dot, dot, dot. Hello, John Bowenkamp. Trent and Ken, how are you? I'm doing good. How you doing? Doing well. What game are you driving to now? Uh, actually, I'm going up to Iowa City. Got a meeting up there with the Daily Island folks. I hadn't talked to them for a while, so we're going to sit down and talk about their writing. So that's one of my various things that I do. So, so are you uh, what kind of like a professor type role or what? What coach? Coach. Okay. Sports writing coach. Yeah, it's Nick Saban like in the way that I approach things. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I enjoy working with them. They're they're, they're a great group of, of students and and great great writers. And I've uh, been doing that for this I think my fourth year. I, I yeah, you always the COVID year made me lose track. Yeah, I'm with you, man. <laughs> and yeah. um, and it's like and so this is my fourth year doing it, and uh, it's a good group. It's a really good group to work with. Give me give us an idea. Some of the alum that have come out of there that I've read in the Register or, or online publication. Who would uh, give me, give me a couple of names that have you know taken well, gone through the program and actually followed up and made a career out of it? Me first of all, <laughs> um, Wayne Dre's worked at ESPN. Okay, yeah, know him. Yep, yep. Um, Bryce Miller, who's at San wow, Diego now. Yeah. I mean, Bryce's been everywhere. 
Um, Steve Batterson at the Times is a former DI writer. So I mean, it's it's just a lot of just so many people that that newspapers produce so many good writers. Not I mean obviously not just in sports but in news and, mm-hmm. and you know and all that other you know and different things and and it's it's really a great atmosphere to work in. You know I miss being in a newsroom and it's it's kind of you know it's fun being around them and and. You know, and kind of telling them this is what you might see, you know, and this is what you might, you know, things to run up against. And so I, I, I have, I've really enjoyed doing it the last few years. Well, we are moving over to the Hawkeye side of things and a tough loss against Northwestern. Wildcats shot the ball well, never could get over the hump, and things got ugly quickly. Fran, of course, ejected in the game. John, was it a one-game blip or concerns when you look at this team and what's in front of them here the final two weeks of the season? I think it's a blip. I mean, I, I, I think we'll know more tonight. I mean, I, I you know, yesterday when we talked to Fran, you know, he, he pointed out something that I had pointed out in my my takeaways from the game on, on the other night was that, you know, okay, they, they were terrible from three, but they were really good from two. I mean, they were 20 of 30 from two. and But it was turnovers and the defensive end that really caused them a lot of problems. This isn't a team that's turned the ball over a lot this year, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna chalk that up to being a little out of sorts the other night. Um, you know, the shooting woes. I, I mean, obviously these guys are good shooters. They, they're you're, you're gonna have nights like that. To me, the biggest thing is defensively, and I think we're gonna learn more about that tonight. You're playing a, a very, you know, Wisconsin team that's always been disciplined, always knows how to, you know, work the shot clock that sort of thing. And so we're going to learn a lot about their defense tonight and how they bounce back from that game. Yeah, obviously need to do so if they want to try and cling to hopes of getting that double by. Michigan State comes in on Saturday. They had a really nice emotional win last night. A building looked mm-hmm. great, really did. Uh, Izzo in tears afterwards, as you would expect out of, out of him. Uh, then Indiana, who's on the other who shared the floor with the Spartans last night before, uh, much better than they were Nebraska team. So it's not going to be easy. You know, you look at the schedule down no. the stretch, John, you think eh, Wisconsin, Michigan State, Nebraska, those are all clearly winnable games going to Bloomington, maybe not, but it's not as easy as I thought it was, you know, a couple of weeks ago at this time. No, and I mean, and that's just the way the league has been this year. I mean, it has just been okay. You know, who gets hot at this time? I mean, obviously Northwestern is playing very well right now, so here they are now. You know, they're in second place, have a chance to maybe win the league. You know, if things fall apart for Purdue, who has you know who had played really well and then ran into a stretch. So, you know, the, the, the thing about this, especially down the stretch here, what you had to avoid was a long, you know, you don't want to lose back-to-back games. You don't want to lose back-to-back-to-back games. I mean, you want to you want to just maintain, you know, a certain pace at this point. And so that's why I think these next, this, these next couple of games are going to be really critical for them. You win them both, well, now you're in really good shape. You lose them both, and now, you're, and now you, it puts a lot more pressure on you heading into that final week of the season. Really does Wisconsin? It's been up and down against the Badgers. There's been some nice wins. I mean, it hasn't been unwinnable early in the Fran tenure. They won a game that was a huge surprise. Bohannon had the shot as a freshman, what, 15, 20 years ago, <laughs> when he knocked that one in yeah. to beat Bucky. But uh, this Wisconsin team just isn't very good this year. They just, they just aren't. They no. lost the game earlier this year in Carver. That was without Chris Murray. He didn't play in that game. Desante Bowen started that game. Aaron Eulis really? was also out Jeez. that game. So. This is a different Iowa team than the one that lost to Bucky now. 
it almost feels like you got to win this one. If you're really going to write the ship here, not just winning the two home games, make a strong, strong performance at the end. It starts with winning this one tonight. Yeah, it's, I mean, and again, go back to what we were talking about earlier about the double bye. You really do want to win this game because you want to keep that. You want, like I said, you want to keep ahead of that back. Yeah. And you know, the, the, any loss kind of you know puts you in, put you know puts you in a, a, a tenuous position. So that's why I think you really want to win this game tonight. You really want to get a road win. You you want to win a team against a team that you should beat. I mean, like you said, the guys that weren't there the last time and you went to overtime with them. Now they're back, you know, and, and obviously they're playing well. So you you want to win this game. You cannot, like I said, you don't want to have to go into that last week in the season with a couple of losses, you know, that, that they're going to put you back. Otherwise, you can just keep falling down the standings because everybody around you is so unpredictable at this point. John, and speaking of that, who uh, who is the best team in the Big Ten? Is it still Purdue? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to look at body work. I know they're not playing well right now, but I mean, if you look at, but, but I mean, let's let's not discount the Northwestern team. Let's yeah. not discount what they've done. And I mean, they've 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 taken care of their business. You know, I mean, really, their only bad game here in the last few weeks was that game against Iowa, and they were at the end of a, a very you know long stretch of games that that were created by their postponement. That so. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I those are one and two. Outside of that, you can flip a coin. I mean, you would. I would have said Illinois a couple weeks yeah. ago the way they were playing. Now all of a sudden they've run into trouble. I think Maryland's really good, and I think Iowa was lucky to catch them when they did. You know, but and and so I mean, so I mean, it, it could be anybody at this point when you get to Chicago, and that's why I think you want that double buy. I don't think you want to have to play four games in four days again against. This kind of competition, and they're playing a game tonight against a team who is going to have to play four games because Wisconsin's right. playing on Wednesday as we sit here today. Sorry, Trent. They got a long ways to go to make their way up and to build it back. You know, Iowa. One thing that I look at, and it's going to be tough tonight. You know, crawl inside. He's a seven footer. Mm-hmm. Wall's a really good player inside. Phil Pabracha is scoring still been there. He's looking a little tired. I mean, is it time to? All right, it's emergency time. Break glass. Let's go with a gundalay. Big jelly out there. Mulvey for a couple of minutes here and there because it just looking at him, six foot nine, giving up the size that he does, game in and game out. That maybe Rabrach is starting to wear down a little bit, and they got to have him right if they're going to have any chance in March. Oh yeah, and I mean he's. But you're right. I mean you looked at you could go back to some of the minutes he was playing, you know, earlier in the year, especially when Chris Murray was hurt. And, and I mean, yeah, I do think it's taken a little toll. It wouldn't hurt you to get two or three minutes out of, out of Josh Agundale. It wouldn't, mm-hmm. it wouldn't hurt you to get two or three minutes out of Riley Mulvey. Those type of things can add up over time. And so I, I think you've got to figure out a way to, you know, and, and on top of that, too, I mean, I think you're going to have to squeeze a couple more minutes out of Patrick, you know, and, and I mean, I mean, he's, I mean, he's kind of, you know, still, Still trying to come back from his layoff, but you know if you can get him to where you can get a, even just a couple more minutes out of him, that takes a lot of pressure off that front court. And that you know, Fran said that yesterday. You know, you're going to need some of those guys. So I think really you have to play these last couple weeks of. I just need two or three minutes out of certain guys because that can make a big difference down you know in the last couple of minutes of the game. Tony Perkins have a, a good night offensively tonight. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think he was probably unhappy the other night with the way he played his mm-hmm. first half, getting in foul trouble, and 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 I mean, you could tell that the way he played in the second half. I think he has 
if he he'll stay out of foul trouble tonight, and I think he'll have a really solid game for them. And that's what they need. When he's going, that team is just so much better. You know, I'm looking at the box score from the from the Wisconsin game. Isn't it weird? Carter Kingsbury played 11 minutes. Had a three. Had a three. Haven't seen him. I don't think since 2022. <laughs> Patrick McCaffrey led the uh, led the team in scoring with 24. Connor was uh, he had 17. Uh, and and you're right. Bowen started in the basketball game, and now he's a nine. Yeah. And yeah. would you consider this freshman year a disappointment for Desante Bowen? Um, I, I thought he would be a little better than what he was. Yeah. I think I think he hasn't. I think he hasn't progressed. I think that was the biggest thing. I think I think he, you know, he came in and you saw some things out of him early on. Okay, you know, now you're at that point in the season where you want to see progression from your freshman. You, I mean, think back to where Josh Dix was early in the season where he wasn't playing at all. Now he's getting a lot of minutes. So to me, it's the it's, it's how did you progress? You know, during a freshman year. And I, I think he, he was really good early, and I just don't think he got any better. Mm. And I think he's, you know, there's there's certain things there, whether it's defensively or whatever, that, that just really, I think, has kind of set him back a little bit in that rotation. I think it is, too. Real quick baseball question for you, John. The new rules are here. Which one do you, of them, which one do you like? Which one are you still not sold on? I love the pitch clock. Okay. I, I think that's, 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 that's one. Uh, I... The shift thing, I don't know. I mean, you're you're dictating how to play a game at that point. I'm not a real big fan of getting rid of that, but if it helps Max Muncy, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. That's that. That's how I. That's how I determine it. Is you know whether it's the difference between 96 wins and 105 wins. Right. I, you know who knows. But uh-huh. anyway, and then losing in the playoffs. So, yeah. so I mean, is it just. I'll be really honest. I don't mind the, the player on second and extra inning. I don't either. I love it. I love it. I just I want to see one ending of regular baseball. Yeah, I just I like it. So anyway, but that's just me. So, so. your Dodgers are just gearing up to get Otani. Is it as simple as that? Yeah, you know. I mean, I I, I would prefer since Mike Trout said he wants to play with Otani. I would prefer you some figure out a way to get both. But you know, and they will. <laughs> So, you know how they go. So, but, I mean, they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll be, and, if, and if they don't, they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. Uh, you know what you're going to see a lot of this year? Five to four to three double plays when Jason Hayward's in the batter's box. This guy's yeah, a double play. I said he's going to hit 300. They're going to they're going to tap the last bit of oil out of him, and I think he's going to hit 300. Well, I, I did read a story uh, for over the weekend. Read a piece that they they think that that's possible because they're working with him. They're doing something. Uh, we shall yep. see. Uh, good stuff, yep. John Bowen Camp. Thank you as always. We appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me on. Yep, talk, talk to you in a couple of weeks. Yep, take care, John Bowen Camp. So we take a look at uh, the Hawkeyes tonight. By the way. We have a pair of tickets to give away. Yes, we do. It is up right now on our Twitter account. Just go to at Miller and Condon. That's where you can find us, and you can find your opportunity to win two tickets to the sold-out Carver Hawkeye sold Arena out, baby. on Saturday as Michigan State comes to town. Two tickets, all you got to do, guess the total points in tonight's Bucky-Hawkeye matchup if you are the closest without going over, and you're the first in of the closest. Right, and that's critical because, yes. Trent, the last time we did this, I, I looked through it. There were so many people that had duplicate number. Whoever claims the number first, yep. what, is, what do we mean by that? It's 110. You think it's 110. So Trent takes 110. I go on, and I also take 110. Well, Trent was there before me. 
Trent claims 110. Yeah. Find another number. Take 109. Take 111. But just get the number because if you don't and somebody else claims it, whoever claimed it first is going to win the tickets. Fuller uh, uh, Fuller Dental, Fuller Family Dental. New location, by the way. I stopped by the brand new spot yeah. on 8th Street uh, Southeast in Altoona. What a nice office. Oh, really? Just brand spanking new, all new equipment. Uh, still at 2822 East 29th Street. But uh, uh, if you're in the Altoona area, if you're in eastern Polk County and it's time to get back to the dentist or a new dentist, fullerdental.net. Two tickets to Michigan State, Iowa. And also you have to use the hashtag yes. Fuller Dental Thank because you. that's how we search for it. That's right. We search full, hashtag Fuller Dental. And if you don't have that in there, mm-hmm. it is not going to work. So follow the rules. Yep. They're all listed there. At Miller and Condon's, where you can find it. Pick your number, and you might be heading to Carver on Saturday morning. Uh, contest closes at 7.59 tonight, or 8 o'clock. 7.59. 7.59. Commissioner 759. Condon has spoken. Again, first person to claim the number gets the number. Two tickets. Michigan State, Iowa. Uh, total, uh, total points in tonight's Wisconsin-Iowa game. Closest without going over. We will finish up the hour. Dave Sproul kicks off hour number two. Um, David Kaplan will join us from Chicago. See, they got Pat Beverly. I did. I kind of like it. I mean, he was really good for the Timberwolves. He was. And the Bulls are on the... They're one spot out of the playoffs at mm-hmm. this point, right? Um, no, I'm kind of at can't the... hurt. But why? To get in the play? They're not doing anything. No, no, I don't think they are either. Would it make more sense just to get more ping pong balls and hope yeah. they come up your way? Yeah, maybe. With, with, with what is sitting there in this uh-huh. draft? What? How do you say the kid's name? Uh, Wembyana. Wembyana. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what. That's everybody wants, that ping pong ball. I was hearing uh, something the other day that, <coughs> excuse me, he's like close to 7'5", but his handlers don't want people to know that he's actually that tall. It's like, no, no, he's still only 7'3". He's still growing. <laughs> Jeez. Small forward to 7-3. And, and a wizard with the basketball in his hand. We'll take a timeout, come back and finish up our number one. Miller & Condon, again, at the Miller & Condon Twitter account, that's where you will find the opportunity to win tickets. Sold out, Carver Hawkeye, Michigan State, Iowa, Saturday morning at 11. You can find the details. Follow the rules. You have to or you will be DQ'd. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Three bets off. Now back to Miller & Condon. On 106.3 KXNO, here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Five minutes before noon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Senior night at the NAP. Yes. Guys have been around for a while. And Brody's not going through senior night. Did you see that yesterday? Darnell Brody mentioned, yeah, he's not going through senior night, so it sounds like he's got one more in him. Why not, right? Right. Well, you know, uh, he's, he's look, there's probably not a basketball future for him mm-hmm. after he leaves college. Maybe there's a you know a couple years overseas Maybe, or something. Yeah, but um, you know, we'll we'll see. I hope there is for him. Hope get a grad degree. Do your thing. Yeah, get a master's. There's and... worse things than a Drake scholarship or a Drake diploma. And now that there's a collective over there, right? Do you? Great, I want to say. Do you great collective? I think is the website. There's plenty of uh, law students that have graduated that's from there and in this yeah, town. That's, that's true. Got a little extra jingle in their pocket. Yeah, I maybe could support that. Hey, you're more of a mock draft guy, NFL mock draft guy mm-hmm. than I am. Have you already been digging in? No, my squad doesn't draft to the oh, third because, round. So you you've, you you understand I, where I was with the Bears? Yeah, a couple no, of times you know recently. Um, not to that extent. Okay. I do look at it more. Where are you going? Well, 
I just clicked on one uh, on CBS this morning. Mm-hmm. Their updated one, and I was floored because I have not been following this really at all, even mm-hmm. with the Bears with the number one pick. So they have a mock trade in this with yeah. the Bears, with the Colts getting the number one pick, and mm-hmm. we know what mm-hmm. Ursay said. Mm-hmm. And them selecting with the number one pick, not Bryce Young. No. Anthony Richardson? I've seen it. What in God's name is going on here? He's the, he's athletic. They Did they think. only watch the Utah game last year and that's all the tape that they've watched? Well, he they haven't got the rest through the he, other 11 he games? He can chuck it a mile. Yes, he can. Uh, he's he's as athletic as anybody in the, that's going to be in the combine. He's huge. He's a big dude. He's six foot four, 230 pounds. They think that there's a chance he turns out to be one of the next great quarterbacks in the NFL. What are we doing here? I'm with you. You know what else you've seen a lot of? And... It kind of when it when it became apparent the Bears are going to get the number one pick when mm-hmm. Houston won in weeks eighteen, um, and they fell to the two. Mm-hmm. And the but well, I wonder if they would trade Fields. What would they get for him? Uh-huh. It's picking up again, Trent that Condon. It is, and I was a proponent with the right package. And the and what you said is so spot on. The rookie contract clock starts all over. Reset again. the window. Yep. Go right back that direction. So this mock draft has Derek Carr signing with the Saints, Aaron Rodgers being traded to the Jets, Lamar going to the Commies, the Commanders, and Jimmy Garoppolo with the Raiders. So that's mm. that's how this kind of plays out. Then the Colts make the trade to draft Anthony Richardson <laughs> at number one. The Texans then get Bryce Young at two. Whew, sets up pretty well for them, huh? Jalen Carter, three to the Cardinals. Too bad. It's too bad because if he's at four, that's your guy. And then Will Anderson at fourth pick. Mm-hmm. What about that scenario? The Texans, they're not going to move out of two of young No, there. if no, absolutely not. You know what um if, if you do if the Bears do drop to four and and they're happy with Fields and I get why they are. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's the it's the quarterback contract, right? The rookie quarterback contract that resets. Jalen Carter's being um uh, being compared to equally Maybe a little bit over the top to Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, yep. Yeah. And I've seen the same comps all over the place. Well, you sign up for that the for most, a decade, huh? Oh God, <laughs> Will Levis going fifth to the Panthers. Will Levis, and you, then, so you watch was, a lot of Will Levis. Football. I did see it. You want it him depends. running your football team? He's, he's tough. No. Um, yes, my, my my quarterback's Russell Wilson. So the answer is yes. You don't want Will Levis. Over I don't want Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Well, I understand that. I take you over Russell Wilson. <laughs> Boy, I've never seen somebody so down other quarterback. He's oh. awful. Packers with two picks. Uh, let's see. They got safety Brian Branch out of Alabama yeah. and Musgrave out of Oregon State. The tight end there. What are the Vikings doing? A linebacker have well, to go defense. Go no twenty three. How about another wide receiver, Jackson Smith and a Jigba? That would work. You'd take that, right? Yeah, That's him and Jefferson. Jeez. Because yeah. Thielen... It's got to be over. You would think so, right? I mean, it's been a heck of a career. <laughs> yes, it's been it a heck has. of a story. Um, local kid makes good, and then some. And made some big, big plays for them. Hour two coming up next. We'll get back to Iowa State with Dave Sproul. Then off to Chicago we shall go. See if Cap's hearing anything as far as the murmurs on the Bears with their one pick. That, and we'll get into the Cubs, we'll get into the White Sox, and... Chicago sports topics. Trent's plays of the day as well. Hour two, Miller and Con the next 106.3 KXO.